You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands on the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by Cody Derner, who is the founder of Crack Corn, which makes me laugh every time I say it, Cody. Welcome to the show today. Thank you very much, Laurel. I appreciate you having me. So Crack Corn is a family recipe, your grandmother's recipe, correct? It is. Yes, it is. That's Crack Corn is the type of popcorn that I ultimately grew up um, enjoying and, and making every time that grandma would come to town. And it really is so addictive. I mean, you were so kind to send over a couple packages, both the large format that I believe is like the kind of the Costco big box format, and then also like the indiv- individual packages. And they were gone from our cabinets within three days. My husband ate most of them. I got my hands on a few kernels, but wow. I mean, that was like, it's like next level. That's awesome to hear. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we have both the uh, crack one comes in a four ounce, kind of your personal size. And that one we don't really recommend sharing. And then the uh, 11 ounce is like you mentioned, that's your standard grocery size. We call it a family size so that uh, you can you can hoard the four ounce while you, you share with your husband or your kiddos with the 11 ounce. <laughs> And tell us what makes it so different. I mean, obviously, this is a very near and dear recipe to your heart. But, um, you know, what do you feel makes it so very different than, you know, what's on the market currently? Absolutely. You know, crack corn is, uh, we really believe it's an innovative, it's it's a disruptive popcorn snack, um, you know, it, unlike anything that anyone's ever crunched on before. Um, what really separates us is the way we we make the snack. It comes out a little crunchier, uh, a little saltier, more savory, and ultimately, you know, it's a melt-in-your-mouth savoriness rather than a chewy, sticky caramel corn. Yeah, I love it. It doesn't get stuck in your teeth. It's like almost got like a toffee type of flavor profile. It's it's got all those things that you mentioned: that salty sweetness, the goodness, the crunch of the popcorn. It's so friggin' satisfying. Like I said, we. We went through it real fast. I've got to place an order. <laughs> Absolutely. Any, any time. And at what point did you decide that this was something that you were going to mass market? You know, it's a great point. We, this started pretty incidentally, um, it kind of all the buildup of, of growing up with it, looking forward to every time that we were able to make crack corn, grandma comes to town, everyone sets aside a day and, uh, you get together and, and you're able to make it and share it with friends. I mean, we believe this is a snack that really keeps and puts the fun back in snacking. And it's something you should enjoy with anyone that you're able to. And um, it was kind of a buildup of that throughout the years. And, and it kind of, you know, all came, all came to a head, if you will, when 
as generations go on, our our then two-year-old was our raving fan and our master taste tester, and she <laughs> she uh, she loved it. And then kind of seeing her getting together with with what was now her great grandmother, who was the origin of this recipe and snack, was really cool. And that was about Christmas of 2019, and we, uh, being my wife and I, just decided, you know what, it's it's time that everybody um, is able to enjoy this type of a fun snacking experience with their family, and, and that's that's what we wanted to bring. It's too good. You've got to share it with the world, which is how so many products in this category really come to light. It's something that's like so near and dear to your heart, and you're like, you know what, I just really believe in this product, and uh, it's something that the rest of the world needs to taste. And certainly, the rest of the world has shown up, and you guys are growing super fast right now. Um, I think you mentioned that you were launching into some new Kroger divisions. Tell us a little bit about the expansion of the brand. Really exciting. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's it's been a fun ride. We're very new still. Um, you know, coming from just making popping batches and, and making it in our home kitchen, sticking labels on clear plastic bags, which soon <laughs> turned into some commercial production just in order to obviously be compliant and sell sell into stores here locally. We're in Denver, Colorado. So that's that's our backyard and that's that's where we started. But yeah, to your point, as you mentioned, um, we are we have really great and growing distribution and retailer relationships. We we do, in fact, uh, have a great partnership and launch with Kroger coming up to uh, here in the next 30 days or so in a few different areas. Uh, your local Kroger in Los Angeles, uh, Portland, Seattle, Salt Lake City, Denver, obviously. Um, those are some, some areas that we are um, readily expanding to, uh, along with Safeway, Albertsons. You'll find some crack corn in, in Salt Lake City, Denver, and in those stores as well. And, you know, we've also really enjoyed independent uh, store relationships and, and distribution. So you can find crack corn in, in growing areas and growing stores in the Kansas City metro area, Oklahoma, parts of Texas. Um, so we're, we're really doing our best to, to make sure that everyone has a chance to grab a bag. I love it. And so for those of you listening, if you see this bright red, yellow, orangey bag on your shelves, make sure that you pick up a bag. Obviously, I'm a huge raving fan, or I should say I'm a crackhead. Can I say that? Is that... <laughs> We've heard worse about it. That's funny. I'm sure. Um, but you know what's so important for brands at this stage, and I want you to share a little bit about the trials and tribulations and lessons along the way, but what is so important as you're getting on these retail stores is really sell-through, making sure that once you get on shelves, that you stay on shelves. Can you share a little bit about like why that's so critical and why brands who are looking to grow in the CPG food and beverage space like what what um what that process is really like because i think people get super excited about building those kinds of retail partnerships but it's really about land and expand yeah yeah absolutely um yeah you can't you can't harp on that point more um and and, and you learn a lot of those lessons going in it's it's very exciting to to gain a partnership but once you're in there it, that's very much when the challenge begins and and Crackhorn again, we we believe we found you know our point of differentiation, and and when you find that, run with it, exploit it, do everything you can uh, to you know to to make that your who you are. And um, when you're doing that in in retailers, it's it's very important to 
uh, be different in the way that you um, offer the product to the retailer? How do you support the retailer um, once you're on shelf? Because they're not they they don't they don't uh, do all of the work for you. And so finding different ways to to make sure that the consumer because we absolutely when once you've tried crack corn we we believe that we'll have some raving fans out there and, and you'll come back but we have to we have to make sure that we're known and and that people understand that crack corn is on on their grocery store shelf and and so that it doesn't sit there so um finding those points of differentiation and in and how you um add value to the retailer as well as as to the consumer is extremely important um, and once you did that, you're able to um, try at least at least an hour category, sweet and salty snacks. Um, you know, we have a very large 800 pound gorilla here um, called Frito-Lay. <laughs> and so, you know, you you try your, your best to, to gain some some competitive advantages there. And I think the packaging is one of those competitive advantages. I think it's so clever. I actually really love the matte version of the packaging. I think it looked really um, sophisticated on the shelf, even though it's a very fun, playful snack. And the like, the whole looking like the bag is crackling, like cracking open and the explosion of the popcorn. It's a really fun visual identity that you've developed for the brand. Was the name of the, was did, did grandma name it crack corn? Was that what it was called from the beginning or did you evolve that? No. So to touch on your, your first point there, I appreciate the compliment on the packaging. My wife will uh, acknowledge that she's the one that pushed for the matte style on, on the large bag there. We were you know, have a bunch of examples laid out on the kitchen counter and she comes home from the store one day and she's like, yep, it just, it has to be matte. I, I hadn't, I had gone the alternative route and she was able to put her foot down on that one. So um, <laughs> kudos to her on, on that. Cause yeah, I, I believe it, uh, it exemplifies exactly what we're, we're looking to bring out. It, it pops out at you and, and, and we want it to, because again, we, we believe crack corn is a snack that adds value to anyone snacking on it. You just, you just got to try us. <laughs> and uh, your, your second point there. Um, no, it was, it wasn't really called anything besides grandma's popcorn. Um, and growing up, uh, crack corn, the name came obviously the corn part from popcorn, but the crack part from just how it cracks and crunches and, and crunkles, you know, in, in your mouth, if you pop in a handful, it's, we really wanted to differentiate. It's not your standard chewy, sticky caramel corn. You know, it really, um, really pops out at you. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I, for me, it was more like the, it was the concept of like, it's so good. It's like crack, you can't get away from it. Right. I know that there's some negative association mm -hmm. with that, but that was, you know, if you're not taking it too seriously, I think there's a really fun, playful element in that as well, which I'm of course sure that you guys have played with. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, we, we certainly get that. And it has, you're right. It's taken on a fun loving um, candor to it and, and we will absolutely keep it that way, you know, um, um, but that's, that's been fun about, uh, about developing the name as well. I love it. We're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, I want you to share a little bit more about the journey, some tips and tricks, best practices along the way. Since you're such a new brand, I'm sure you can offer so much value to our audience in that category. So stay tuned. You know, I am all about supporting women-owned companies and Tea Drops is a really good one. They are a bagless tea company. How cool is that? Not only are they super green, but they are USDA organic, fair trade, and American made. 
Check them out at MyTeaDrop on Instagram or go to their website, MyTeaDrop.com and use code ELEVATE15 for 15% off your first order. Thanks for staying with us. And if you're just tuning in, I am chatting with Cody Derner, who is the founder of a Crack Corn, which is basically the ultimate snacking experience. It's really the most delicious popcorn snack, salty, sweet. It's got all the elements. Um, and you look down and the whole bag's gone. You're like, what just happened? <laughs> um, before the break, you were sharing a little bit about the packaging experience and the naming experience. Um, any other you know, lessons along the way, since you're still such a new brand in the market, would love to hear anything that you think our audience who are a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs might take away as a valuable lesson. Yeah, my my biggest thing, if I had to just point out one thing, would be just to to take action. Uh, and I, I know that might sound cliche and we're still so young and and growing that it, it still absolutely applies for crack corn right now. Uh, but just in the early stages, going from a batch on your kitchen stove to the next step and the next step and the next step or the first phone call that you make to your local market to try to, to get take the action. Uh, you'll, you'll be surprised by how much you get if you take some action and follow up once, twice, three times, how many people will, will take their time and, and talk and even educate. I have uh, candidly no background in, in food, you know, consumer packaged goods, um, anything like that. And so there was a lot of learning lessons along the way. But if you just say, you know what, we're going to take this action today and it's okay if we get turned down the first or the second time, we're going to keep going and we'll learn this way. And and, and move forward from there. So it's it's action, it's progress every day, and, and you'll be surprised what you can accomplish in that short amount of time. A couple things to unpack there. One, it's never a good time to start a business. It's just like it's never a good time or the right time, rather, to have a baby, right? It's like the same <laughs> kind of concept because you really are birthing this concept. Um, and so I love that point, which is like just jump in. It's the Nike method, right? Just do it yeah. and figure it out later. And I, that's one of our actually statements and sentiments as an agency, figure it out and get it done. You just got to put one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. Um, and to your second point, it's about follow-up, right? That's the biggest lesson, both from you know a business development standpoint, as well as from a brand growth perspective, is there are so many people out there that have lack of follow-through. And if you don't have conviction on your pro of your product and you aren't like diligent and almost like OCD about your follow-through, then the likelihood is, is they're probably not going to survive, right? Because there are a million other brands that are doing similar things to what you're doing that are nipping at your heels and looking for that shelf space. So be aggressive um, and make sure you're staying on top of your BD list, your, you know, your market list your contacts, send product to everyone. That would be another big tip for me. And of course, Cody, that's how you and I met. We met at Grocery Shop, which is an amazing platform for Absolutely. new and emerging brands as well as established brands. And we connected and you sent me the, the product. And I was like, I've got to have this team on the on the call today or on the podcast. So really be aggressive with your follow-up. I think that's a really great lesson. Anything else? Any other tips for the audience? No, I, I think you're, you hit all of it. I, I call it pestering while being polite. Um, I mean, <laughs> I you, love that. you really have to, you just can't be shy about it. You can't think that you are disrupting somebody's day or, yeah, I mean, everybody is, is out and, and, um, doing what they need to get done. And if you're, if part of that for you is your plan is to get on their shelf or to be in their stores or et cetera, then, then you have to make that happen. And, and 
you do it in as professional a way as possible, but yeah, absolutely pester and bug and, and, um, keep pushing through with them. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of the same conversation around PR. I think people always feel like they're being, uh, you know, like they're pestering or budding someone, but the truth is, is that just like all with all of these big box retailers and um, market chains, they're looking for a new product. They're looking to be the next uh, company that discovers that next big brand in the snacking category. So you have to look at it from that perspective. Just like a uh, you know a media outlet, they're looking for great content. They're looking for great stories. Rest uh, retail chains are looking for the next great shelf product. And if you don't believe that that's you, then you should get out now, right? I mean, <laughs> that's just the truth of it. No, that is, and and, and you're. You're exactly right. While they might make it hard on you or turn you down the first couple of times, you're exactly right. They want to be just as different and stand out from their you know, comp- competitive stores just as much as you do as a brand. So if you can provide that value to them and show them uh, how, you, how you can be successful for them, that, that goes a long ways. It really does. And the other important thing I think for our, our listeners is that it doesn't have to be boring and drab, right? Like the Crackcorn brand is such a fun brand and your subject lines and the body of your emails can have that same voice of brand and should really have that same voice of brand. So for example, when we're doing follow-up, we don't take it that seriously. We're playful, we're fun, we're, we are creative with our subject lines and that's what gets your emails open is, is something that's again, differentiated, not just in terms of your product or service offering, but in terms of how you communicate that on every level. So that's, that's my personal tip to the audience. Um, Cody, at what point did you decide, because you were in finances, financial services before this, is that correct? Am I remembering that correctly? It was mainly real estate. Real estate. I apologize. That's right. Real estate. Um, How did you jump from real estate to being a business owner on the CPG food and beverage side? Yeah, kind of, again, kind of uh, very incidentally, like I mentioned, it was, uh, and it, you know, still involved in real estate on a passive side, but which was great that it allowed that flexibility, but it was really Christmas of 2019 and, and really just coming off of the holiday season where it was another year of, you know, everyone getting together and making what we thought at that time was a lot of crack corn. Um, now looking back, uh, it's, uh, wouldn't get through the day, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was just a, a time period where, you know, we, we look at it and we just say, you know, why not? And this, if, if any times a time, kind of like your reference earlier of it never is a good time or it's never a good time to plan to have a baby or whatever the, the, um, saying you want to use, that was kind of the mantra. And we just, my wife and I looked at each other and said, you know what, let's, let's give it a go. And if we're going to give it a go, it needs to be all of it. And we're not going to, pardon my French, but we're not going to half ass it. This is an R-rated um, uh, media outlet, so you can curse until your heart's desire. So don't worry about that, Cody. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. I think it's just about, it's again, that Nike methodology. You just got to do it. And you, you had so much conviction in the product that you couldn't not do it. I think that's the other sign of a good entrepreneur is that this eats you, it eats at you until you actually execute on it. You can't not you know, create this brand. And it's so clear in your social channels, in your website, it's all really fun, clever and punchy. Um, And since we're on that topic, can you share with people how they can find the product? Absolutely. So as we touched on earlier, uh, those uh, mainstream Kroger, Safeway, Albertsons outlets in in those areas, um, we are also in a handful of 
convenience store outlets and, and growing with the Circle K convenience store outlets. So that's that's kind of another direction that keep an eye out for us there. And you can always um, find us on our website as well. And it's from a from a purchase standpoint, we absolutely encourage the retail support. Though, go find us out there. If we're not in your local store, go ask for us to be in your local store, and uh, and, and you know, Cracker will make sure that that we get there as fast as we can. But our email is right there on the website. That goes, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, directly to our our family's inbox. So we're always ready to, to answer any any questions or, or um, any insight that fans have. Fantastic. And for those of you listening, that's crackcornpopcorn.com, K-R-A-C-K, cornpopcorn.com. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Hi, guys. Me again. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you more about our award-winning marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We're a full-service digital and experiential agency, meaning we do it all. From event management to content creation, branding, web design, and social media, we're a small but scrappy team of both data nerds and quirky creatives, and we're here to make you look good. After this episode, let's chat about how we can elevate your brand and take you to the next level. All right, chatting with Cody Derner, founder of Crack Corn Popcorn. We uh, were sharing your expansion model. We talked about the brand. We talked about how you've developed it and where you came from in terms of your background. Um, how did it feel to be a brand that launched basically right pre-COVID? Um, tell, talk us through that story, because I can't even imagine you launched in December of 28, was it 2019? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's a very uh, crucial <laughs> part of the the story, um, unfortunately. But yes, the, we, we made the decision Christmas of 2019, and obviously everybody knows what happened the first quarter of 2020. Um, so that truly was our launch. I mean, from idea to launch took a few months anyways, just, you know, from licensing and, and making sure that we had everything together regulatory so that we could try to sell publicly in, in stores. So that our launch truly was May of 2020 into a retail outlet. And that was tough. Um, it was local, which makes sense because, your it's your backyard. I think the biggest challenge is getting in front of the right people. Now, uh, everything is online, is digital, is a Zoom meeting. Um, send samples here. Don't you know you're not allowed to stop by in person or anything like that. So it was really tough navigating that. Just finding the right people to talk to. It wasn't like they were trying to hide. It was just. You, you know, those emails or those phone numbers aren't readily available out there. You can usually walk into a store. You can't do that anymore uh, or, or you couldn't. Um, so that was probably the biggest challenge is just finding the right people to connect with and and then just kind of getting used to the the um, new part of the game, which was, again, more virtual and and a little bit more uh, distant than than usual meetings had been. Yeah, I mean, usually a brand like this would launch at like an Expo West or an Expo East, right? And you would be sitting there and all these buyers would be coming by your your booth and checking out the product and you would end the the week with, you know, a hundred new contacts that were all super relevant. It's got to be a completely different game. Although I would assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it's also, once you have the contacts, a far more efficient process. Or am I making that up? Uh, It it absolutely can be because again, you're... You're direct there. It's yeah, they they might try to 
to hide hide behind an email uh, address for a little bit, but it, you at least know that you're sending product to the to the right hands, to the right people, and you're connecting with with the right folks. Uh, it was a, it was a lot of individual phone calls, a lot of um, cold calling and, and, and digging around, to be quite frank. But um, it, it can be once you have the more appropriate contacts. It's just more of a direct route. Yeah. Um, and so you built this business with your wife. What are your roles and responsibilities versus hers? And are they clearly differentiated? Would you say that that's an important thing for um, a team, especially if they're related? <laughs> oh, she, if she was here right now, she'd be laughing. <laughs> I absolutely believe that that differentiating that the, the roles is is very important. You know, whether it's a husband wife tandem or siblings or, or or whatever it is, if you're a close relationship, um, and, and honestly, all all partnerships. But we do have that. She handles just about anything that has to do with social media, e-commerce you know, on the back end side of things, um, making sure things run smoothly from those order standpoint, distribution, et cetera. And, and I'm more on the, the front end and, and operations, um, operation side, front end sales side, front end, she handles pretty much anything that has to do with our social or e-commerce back end. So, um, that's cool. how we have differentiated it. Uh, and I absolutely believe that's crucial from the beginning you just don't want things to be mixed up. She doesn't want to, you don't want to come home at the end of the day and she says one thing and you say another thing about the same topic. That's, that's not a fun dinner conversation to have. <laughs> um, and what was her background that she decided to jump in on in this world? Oh, I think she, I think when we decided to launch Crack Corn, she was very, she's the most supportive person, um, I know. And so that was a lot of it because her background, again, like mine, is nothing to do with CPG. She was a third grade teacher before having our two little girls. And now she's she's fortunate enough. We have our oldest is now three and then our youngest is a little over one. And so she is extremely busy uh, being told what to do by those two. <laughs> I love it. Well, in the last few minutes that we have, I'm going to shift the conversation to a few more personal questions. So just uh, answer stream of consciousness, if you wouldn't mind. Um, the first question is, uh, what is the one thing you could not live without during COVID and you cannot say your own product? My home gym or our home gym, we threw together something in the garage. Uh, we are both have to have to get in our morning workout people or we're pretty crabby throughout the rest of the day and and that would be uh that would be it i love it yeah i'm a i'm a fitness buff myself i got a peloton early on in this pandemic and i have uh booked a lot of hours on that bike i could not live without it and plus you know you've got to get a good workout and if you're going to eat bags and bags of crack corn you got to balance that out right <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's, uh, that's that's your reward. Exactly. Exactly. Um, cocktail of choice if you drink. Um, Jameson. Just neat, huh? Or rocks? I am picky. So ginger beer. 
ginger, ginger beer. beer. Actually, I think that's my sister's drink too. I love it. Um, and then the last personal question is, what is your favorite word and why? And this could be something that just pops into your head that's just organic in this moment, or it could be a word that has meant something really valuable to you over time. Yeah, that's a that's a really great question. The word for me, I actually do have one, and it it is from just past entrepreneurial um, endeavors and, and and going down that road, but it would be relentless. And um, tell me why. I I just associate it with being extremely entrepreneurial, kind of that American dream cliche. Gets back to to what we had talked about is you just got to keep going, putting in action um, and being relentless with whatever your pursuit is, you know, whatever your, your company's goal is, whatever your personal goal is, be relentless with it and you'll have a lot more success. I love it. Well, I think that is a fabulous note for us to end on. Thank you so much for sharing your story, your journey, and of course your fabulous product with me and with our audience. Um, Cody, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. Thank you, Laurel. I appreciate it so much. We'll talk soon. And thanks to all who tuned in. Make sure you check out Crack Corn on shelves soon or check them out um, on their website at uh, crackcornpopcorn.com. And of course, stay tuned for more Elevate Your Brand coming up next. (music) 